the thing that I found most interesting about it is it is the first real um, depiction of what is happening currently in the White House. Yeah. And yeah. and the surrounding people. And this it's crushing to, to Trump. Yeah. Crushing. <laughs> that first scene where he meets with Trump's cabinet. Mm. And they're like, so. How do we spin this so it looks good for us? And everyone's like, did we just tell the motherfucker that Russia invaded our election? And he was like, fine. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, yeah, we won, though, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, Brendan Gleeson does a real creepy Trump, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, he does. Oh, he's was... Trump in something? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was, was... I was almost certain there was no way you were going to sell me on whatever it is you guys are talking about. But then you pulled out the Brendan Gleeson card. <laughs> He is barely in the first episode, but entirely in the second episode. Man, yeah. he is just such a good actor. He really I is. I had a problem for a little bit seeing Menelaus play Trump, <laughs> <laughs> but he got, he really has the mannerisms down, like, massively. Yeah, because at first you're like, it's like watching Alec Baldwin do it. Right. Right. Yeah. It's well, so he's comical. such a caricature. How do you, yeah. how do you how do you do that? I mean, the rest of them you're like, fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's Comey, it's you know McCabe, it's all those people. Mm -hmm. But they get to Trump and you're like, yeah, all right, I'm, I'll, I'll just go with it. It's fine. <laughs> it's Jeff, it's Jeff Daniels as Comey, Ian. I don't know if that makes yeah. a difference too. Not really. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't dislike that, but <laughs> Jeff Daniels is really good. Yeah. I really enjoy him. Um, but there was one scene where they cut over and they showed like three cronies. It was Kushner and Manafort and Flynn. Mm -hmm. And obviously it was the actors, not the actual, you know, people. And I immediately knew who every single one of them were. Yeah. yeah. Like the the makeup and everything. I was just like, holy crap, they did a really good job. Oh, yeah. They got Sad William Sadler in there as Flynn. Yeah. He looks just like him. Yeah. My, man went, my man was death in Bill and Ted's bogus journey. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Miller uh, did not look nearly evil enough. It was really funny. Yeah, they showed him sitting on the couch, and I'm like, who's that supposed to be? And they put the name up. I'm like, nah, nah, that's mm -hmm. way not creepy enough. But just spray on hair would have done it, maybe. <laughs> anyway, truly recommend uh, The Comey yeah. Rule to anybody who can watch it. It's on Showtime. You can watch it on Amazon Prime, but apparently you have to pay for it. You get a week free, though. Hmm. And it only takes three and a half hours to get through it, so... It flies, though. It does. Even even when you know everything. Yeah, you know how it's all going to turn out, but you're still emotionally invested. <laughs> maybe this time it'll change. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch it again. Maybe it'll turn out different. No, Jim, don't do that. He's going to be president. <laughs> the one thing I could not get over is even though they put him in lifts and stuff, Jeff Daniels does not have the height no. of James Comey. But no. Nobody does. Like, that dude is a giant. Very few people. I don't actually know how tall James Comey is, Dustin, but... 6'8"? Yeah, Damn. Yeah. I wouldn't what? doubt 6'8". He is... Damn. He's a tall dude. Mm. I bet that's one of the reasons why Trump needed to get rid of him. Oh, I'm absolutely... <laughs> can't oh, have wow. him towering over Trump. Yeah. 6'6"? Six, six. Damn, Dustin. Fuck you, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, man. Fuck everybody's taller than me. <laughs> oh. Fuck you, Ian. <laughs> Maybe you, Ray. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I thought we were kind of similar. Probably the same height. Yeah, you know the normal height that everybody else is. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Ian always, for some reason, Ian always surprises me with how tall he is. I get next to him. I'm like, oh, damn, you're tall. For some reason, I don't think you are. And then you Karen, are. All my friends are fucking giants, and my whole life, I'm like, God, I'm a little dude. And then I'm like, average height is my height. I'm like, 
Well, yeah. Who are these fucking weirdos I'm hanging out with? <laughs> Except for Nick. <laughs> Nick is the only one that evens it out for me because that dude's like five foot. <laughs> I love that Dozen said, Jared, I love you, little buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you probably could, you fucking Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to get started. Okay. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, October 20th, 2020. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Will Jared. <laughs> this is Ian. <laughs> On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. Uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, you can send us something on Facebook, you can tweet to us at ProfaneArg, or you can join us live as we record by signing up on our Patreon page that allow you to join our Discord channel where we record on Tuesday nights right around 9pm Eastern. Uh, this week, uh, we will be... Talking about, well, I've got a bunch of world news. I've got a whole bunch of Trump crony stuff. But first, uh, the very first thing I wanted to do, I put it, I, I labeled it local news because it came to me in my email, but uh, I thought it was, a, it was an interesting thing. So we work at a university and our university recently came out and said, hey, you know that executive order that <laughs> Trump just put into place? We're going to be ignoring that. And uh, we sent a letter back saying, yeah, what exactly are you, do you want us to do? So Trump put out an executive order that is supposed to regulate diversity training and how race, how, how to train people and how to not be racist and misogynistic while they are at work. But the order pretty much says that all racial training, any diversity training you have to first accept that you're racist, that everyone's racist and America is a horrible place. So you can't do that and you have to change all your diversity training. Wait, 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 wait. wait. The, the order to do the sensitivity training, where did that come from? There is no order to do diversity training. Okay, so, so, so you just have a regular diversity training that any company yeah. or school will have. Right. And right. Trump just yeah. decided he's like, I'm putting a blanket order out on all diversity training. Well, he's saying that people are going too far. He's saying that people are not saluting hard enough during this diversity training. You can't tell people that the the country is a a, a racist country. That's that's against his rule. And he felt the need to put an executive order out for it. Yes, this is what he's thinking about. Well, yeah, because it's basically saying stop telling my racist supporters that they but can't the be racist that much. <laughs> yeah. But I don't get it. He's done more for black people than Lincoln. I'm <laughs> very confused. So the university we work for joined the American Council on Education. Actually, they are members of the Council on Education. But the American Council on Education has more than 50 higher education associates who p wrote a letter to the White House opposing the executive order saying, yeah, it's it, it, we ardently agree that diversity and inclusion are essential but this order does not state things clearly and mm -hmm. is very confusing, so we are not going to imp implement it until we get further instruction. Thus proving <laughs> that executive orders don't mean shit. 
Yeah, it's not a law. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was a, uh, you know, kind of hits close to home that I got an email. I got an email from uh, my employer saying that they were going to not follow an executive order from Trump. I thought that was, uh, you know. I did not get one from my employer, but then again, we've never done sensitivity training, so. <laughs> Maybe because we're not a bunch of assholes and need it. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to hit a few things about the uh, the election. There's some... So I keep hearing on CNN that there are Republicans that are breaking away from Trump, and everybody points out Ben Sass, who says, Trump's not good for our party, we gotta, you know, he, the things he's done I don't agree with. He also, if you listen to the full Ben Sass, the, the audio of it, he continues to say that, you know, appointing judges, that's fantastic trying to make this country a Christian nation 100% behind that. It's just like foreign relations stuff and the white supremacy stuff that he has some problems with. Well, he's still a Republican. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, um, I, heard, I heard Ben Sass. I heard Jeff Cornyn, Cornyn from Texas is also another one talking shit about him. Okay. But, but talking shit, I mean, the equivalent of talking shit, I mean, in the past would have been just slight disagreement with people. The problem is, is that Trump requires absolute loyalty. You cannot but they, they think he's going to lose, anything. though. They think yeah. he's going to lose, so they're trying to save themselves. But they're, they're walking away in such, you know, mild-mannered ways that it's it's useless. And not only that, but this <laughs> That's article, in case he the, does win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The article that I have from the Washington Post is a whole bunch of GOP basically saying, you know, it's okay. Don't be afraid of being accused that you're a voter suppressor. What? Don't don't be afraid of that. Just wow. you can just ignore that and continue what you're doing. Don't be afraid <laughs> to say these things and to be on you know on the Trump wagon. I heard so Susan I Collins was uh, appealing to QAnon now. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, she she said something where she called out a couple QAnon leaders for to, for help or said that they raised money for her or something like that. Wow. And Lindsey Graham's just straight up begging for money <laughs> like, yeah. during interviews in the Senate, during those uh, judicial hearings. Yeah, he is. Which is against the law, but, you know, mm. who's going to stop? Whatever. Seriously. <laughs> the law. <laughs> I hope he's as in, in as much trouble as that begging makes me think he might be. <laughs> I, I also would like to hope that, but I do want to take a second to point out the one achievement that Ben Sass has, uh, you know, tied to his career okay and that is during those very same hearings he spent his time instead of questioning uh coney barrett barrett mm. judge barrett he got up there and said so let me just tell you all something you know those houston astros they're dirty dirty cheaters <gasps> And he just went on to talk about how the Houston Astros are sign-stealing, can-banging, dirty cheaters, and that they're ruining baseball, and that they all deserve to be punished, and then tied it up with, like, you seem much better than the Astros. You should be approved. Wow. <laughs> That's rock solid to some people, Ian. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I mean, that was like, I felt not only was that ludicrous, and not only did that, you know, erase any doubt that as jared was talking that this is the purest of political theater mm. like he's so sure going into this that he needs to do nothing and that it's all going to go through that he spent his entire questioning time talking about the astros yeah. and how they're dirty dirty cheaters you know what it could be a genius plan though because if she gets in right 
and everyone's happy, he'd be like, yeah, I was behind her. I didn't even bother her. Or if she doesn't, or for some reason, or Trump loses or whatever, he's like, he's like, I talked about the Astros. Could I have made it any plainly clear that I wasn't interested in wanting her? Yeah. Oh, sure. I of get course. It. So you did say, his... you did say at the end, though, he was like, you're not like the Astros. So. Right. But I mean, that seems to be his, you know, more of that move now. He's like, Trump? I've been licking his boots for four years. I'm totally opposed to him or totally for him, depending on how the election shuffles out. <laughs> I w- my favorite part was when Lindsey Graham, in that same hearing, finally discovered that money in politics might be a problem. Where he was <laughs> like, he's like, I don't know where these Democrats are getting this money. Someone might have to look into it. And then he goes to her, he's like, well, you don't have to worry about this. But, you know, I'm just saying, you know, maybe someone should look into this. <laughs> Jesus. He, he might be a bit worried. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, he, he is getting outraised. Hmm. God, you know, man in a perfect world. Yeah. Yeah. And yet. I don't know, man. I mean, if Lindsay's worried, could could it happen? It's possible. Yeah. I'm not optimistic like I'm never optimistic. I still think Trump's going to win, but. (laughs) Well, no, I was just talking about Lindsay. Let's not. (laughs) I would love to. Let's not shoot for the moon, Ian, all right? (laughs) Right. Is there a chance he'll lose? I mean. And and not just like, well, technically there's a chance. It's it's possible. It's, It's. I don't know. It's going to be a crazy uh, a solid 2%. Hmm. I don't what is what is the greater sin in South Carolina being black or being gay? Oh, my being gay. Yeah. Well, then he might lose. <laughs> the whole Lady G thing did not go very well for him, yeah. Oh god, that was so long ago. Was <laughs> that like 2 weeks ago? <laughs> <laughs> Probably was like 5 minutes ago. So there's a stat for you. Jeff says as of October 14th, Harrison is at 47%. Graham is at 46%. Well, don't trust any polls, but right. the fact that, and again, this is the same thing with Ted Cruz and uh, Shithead. What's his name that I hate so much? Uh, that Bet- guy you hate. Yeah, Beto O'Rourke. Oh, it yeah. should yeah. never be this close for them. Oh, it should not. You're right. There. Yeah. Like Lindsey Graham back in the day would just get donors to outraise a person in two seconds. And the fact that he yeah. cannot keep up is saying something. But, mm. you know, who knows what kind of shenanigans they got going down there. Well, yeah. So speaking of shenanigans, uh, the article in Washington Post is talking about uh, Republicans um, talking that uh, the left is wargamed the voting out and it could cause civil war. They're accusing <laughs> the left of planning to steal the election. And uh, what will happen, what happens when the left wins, democracy is finished, because they usher in totalitarianism. Who said this? Republicans. Uh, Fitton. Fitton? Oh, is it the, okay, I thought the paper was saying this. (laughs) No, 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 Tom Fitton, president of Judicial Watch. Wait, so what Uh, was Obama doing for eight years? Yeah, I mean, they're just doing the same thing they always do, which is taking what they are doing Mm -hmm. and saying that the left does it. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Biden, a totalitarianism. <laughs> right. Well, and they're accusing the left of doing ballot harvesting. Mm. Uh, Trump is saying, get rid of ballot harvesting. It's rampant with fraud. And he did it in all caps on on this Twitter feed. Did Meanwhile, he tweet California. right before that, that California should keep doing ballot harvesting because it rules? Yeah. yeah, the GOP refuses to remove the fake ballot boxes where they're doing ballot harvesting. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's it's almost unbelievable. I agree. That's brazen. Yeah. I I, I mean it's <laughs> it's totally gone off the rail. The fact that they are accusing their opponents of doing what they are openly doing and people are believing it. Yeah, no doubt. No. His people are. That right. is I mean again, 
I'm not exactly sure Trump wants to win. <laughs> they were he, just talking about that on CNN. They were saying that he he really looks tired and frustrated and he doesn't want the job anymore. Like, he is making no appeal to get new voters. Oh, no. He's yeah. just shoring up people who would have came if he didn't do anything. Right. Well, he's just doing the ratings tour at this point. He's not... Yeah, he's not looking for any new voters. He's- I'm curious if he's going back to his 2016, I'm going to run for president to try to up my viewership so that when I do it my next show, it'll be through the roof. And he's in that mode again because he's like, ah, I'm going to lose. I'm going to make as much money out of this as possible. Mm. Or he's very confident that their cheating ideas are going to work. I don't know. Or but he's, he's got- they've got something in the wings that no matter what the vote is, they're going to, you know, he, well, I'm pretty sure he thinks he's going to. You know, convince he's he's got the Supreme Court in his pocket now, so he'll just tell them what to do, get the case to them, whatever the case is. I mean, it's possible, but I mean, mm. on, he's on. Besides that, though, he's like, I'm just going to make sure that it's so lopsided. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. I cannot figure this guy out. Oh, you know, these recent rallies don't make any sense to me either. I mean, he has really taken on Fauci. Mm. He's saying that medical experts are idiots, and he's attacked Biden with the claim that Biden will listen to the scientists and shut you down again. Wait, he just said Biden will listen to the scientists. Yeah, that's that's literally Biden's own campaign slogan. Yeah. Right. I, I, I loved Biden's response, and his response was, yeah, I will. <laughs> I, I, I like, this message. What was, I think it was on Colbert <laughs> that they showed Trump saying that and then had a, a clip of Biden saying, I'm Joe Biden and I approve of this message. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, uh, I, I don't know. It is totally like he doesn't want to win. Hunter asked the question, did you see the town hall? How, how can you win after something like that? <laughs> I didn't watch the whole town hall. I just I can't I can't stand hearing him that for that long. I watched uh, I did see clips of it though, and he, he got ripped apart. Like mm. yeah, he like did. Everyday people. His QAnon question was <laughs> insane. <laughs> I mean, it's classic Trump, but at this point, to be like, I don't know who they are. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but I, I hear they don't like you know pedophiles. So. I'm on, you know, I'm on, I'm on their side with that. I'm like, wow. uh, and then completely switched QAnon to Antifa, which again, no, it, no smart person, none of that shit is working on anybody intelligent, no, or anybody who's like made up their mind. So what's his game? <laughs> it's got to be the cheating game, right? Yeah, well, it's che- like, the cheating game and ratings. I got to keep the thirty percent with me because they're going to be my army, and I got to mm. cheat my way to this because there's no way, you know, right. I'm going to pick up a new voter. So Dustin asks, if he secedes on the day of the election, what happens? I'm not really sure what you mean. If he actually, I don't know. It's like a hypothetical that I don't think will ever happen. I, yeah, you'll have to say that again. I don't even understand what you're saying to me. Yeah. Well, I'm he, assuming. If he I'm resigns. Assuming, sorry, go ahead. I think if he resigns. If he resigns on the day of the election because he can't stand to lose. So he just says, oh, have a headache. Got to go. Well, then Mike Pence is president. <laughs> right. Mike Pence then pardons him for all of his crimes. And he goes the back federal, to New York the City. Fed, the federal ones. The federal ones, sure. Actually, oh, yeah, he, well, he, I guess he would move to Mar-a-Lago at that point. Yeah. Okay, so that way he can say Mike Pence lost to Biden and he didn't? Nah. Nah, that, that's not going to happen. Mm. Yeah, that seems bizarre. <laughs> like, I mean, everything seems bizarre, but that seems yeah. exceptionally bizarre. <laughs> we, we are living in the bizarre time. Mm. So I think if he were to come on and say, look, you you... Biden beat me fair and square. <laughs> yeah. And he, he completely says, okay, 
that's fine. What what happens after that is they just burn everything to the ground. Mm. There's not going to be any transition of power. Well, from There's, what I already heard, that the, you know you're supposed to be prepping for this already. Yeah. Yes. And they're Biden not doing is. a fit. No, and Trump like getting in contact yeah. with Biden's team, and they're not doing anything to help. No. And they won't. They won't up until you know January twentieth. They're not going to help one bit. Yeah, and as far as handing stuff over, I mean, it's a good thing Biden has worked in the White House before because yeah. Trump's Trump's mm. counsel, the, his staff is just going to do scorched earth. They're yeah. not going to hand over anything. No. Yeah, that's my only saving grace in this. Like, if assuming Biden does win, that no matter what Trump does, Biden will be ready to fill these spots up. Whereas if it's the other way around, like say Obama fucking scorched the earth, mm. and Trump's team didn't have a fucking clue what they would have been doing. No. Well. They don't have a clue what they're doing now, remember. All the people that were competent quit or were fired. It's a bunch of yes-men in there that don't know what they're doing. Yeah, but I, I had heard that when Trump started moving in, like, he had so many positions not filled. Mm. Right. That's why there were so many Obama holdovers, because they didn't even know they had to do that. No idea, yeah. Yeah. So if if, if, if they all just <laughs> packed up and left, would have been like, head of HHS, HHS, what's HHS? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Can, so like can I Eric said, do I think, that? I think it's a good thing that it's at least Biden. It's it's at least somebody who knows what needs to be in place. And knows who all the people that need to be contacted to, you know, move back to Washington. We need you. And they will all answer the call. And if he's too old and he doesn't remember, he knows who to call to find out. Exactly. <laughs> so We need a functioning government again. Jesus. <laughs> So going on the idea that Trump does think he's losing, uh, Karen, you posted this into the, the page. <laughs> he is he says that uh, suburban women, which he's changed from suburban housewives. I think he's actually is saying suburban women now. Oh. He, he, he went from you need to vote for me. Why don't you like me? Could you please vote for me to? Oh, they're definitely voting for me because I increased the water pressure for their dishwashers. So I've done so much for them. They're going to vote for me. first off wow how misogynistic Mm -hmm. um i I don't even think i need to get into that but no the woman's the dishwasher (laughs) oh Oh. your rim shot (laughs) 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 that that would have worked in 55 man (laughs) probably not (laughs) i I saw one where he was just pleading with them to love him Will you please love me, suburban women? <laughs> and then he did a little dance on the stage, and it was very reminiscent of a Seinfeld skit. <laughs> That's a good point, Jeff. How is that, will you please vote for me, any different than the Jeb Bush please clap? Oh, oh, oh I've seen it compared to that. Mm. Where is Jeb Bush these days? What the fuck happened to him? <laughs> Jeb! Working in private industry somewhere, making a lot of money. Yeah, no doubt. So while he's doing all these rallies, I get, somebody's got to tell me what's up with this guy. I don't have his name in front of me. A Democratic representative from Georgia who spoke at the um, the nomination, the party nomination, Vernon Jones, went crowd surfing at one of the Trump rallies without a mask with a whole bunch of rednecks holding him up. What What is up with this guy? This guy is a Democrat. What was he doing and, there? Well, he and, is from Georgia. Is it Trump loving I mean, Democrat? One hundred percent behind Trump. Huh. Crowd surfing during a pandemic at oh, a Trump rally. Buddy, you're black. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, that's interesting. 
Okay, nobody's got anything. It's it's just, he's, okay, you want my answer? He's a fucking sellout. He thinks he's gonna lose, so he's switching to Trump. He doesn't really care about his job, or his fucking life, apparently. Yeah. (laughs) And that's why he did it. I guess. I just, ah. What other reason could there be? Or he's just incredibly stupid, which is just as scary. Yeah. I mean, sellout makes the most amount of sense, so he's just following the, the current power. See, that's the thing, is like, again- you take a Democrat who switches to Republican, you come home to open arms. Oh, you've seen the light. Come to us. You do it the other way around. We're like, eh, we'll take your support, but dude, we're a little you suspicious. Gotta, you got to sleep in the guest house for a <laughs> long time before we let you into the main house. <laughs> and he is also, I did not, Jeff just posted a tweet from this guy. He is using all of the, the key GOP buzzwords, surfing with the real Donald Trump. Hashtag deplorables and hashtag peaceful protesters in Macon, Georgia. Put Georgia in the win column. We're 7,000 plus strong. This hashtag Trump train is about to steamroll over at Joe Biden hashtag fake liberal news and the at DNC hashtag feel the Vern. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's the odds that he actually tweeted that? that that's, that's a promoter. That's somebody mm. who does marketing. That's not. Uh... That's a bad marketing person, though. <laughs> Way too messy. I mean, it's a good chance that like he was losing, and like Sheldon Adelson sat him down and said, "Look, here's a million dollars. Could you sell out your people? Mm, you want to be the you want to be the next Candace Owens? Owens, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is a lot of money in that. So yeah, I mean, even if he loses, or maybe he's not, or whatever happens to him, right? You don't think Fox News will have his ass on? Oh yeah, in two seconds. You don't think Joe Rogan will talk to him and be like, oh, yeah, I'm starting to see your point. Because that's what Joe Rogan does. <laughs> that's yeah, always that what is. Joe Rogan does. <laughs> mm, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. Black people do suck, Vern. <laughs> <laughs> Other crazy shit going on at his rallies. I at, Again, I know that we've often said he's mentally incompetent, but... Trump talked about the Biden lockdown and how it shut down the lights of Reno and Las Vegas. Those lights were extinguished because of the Biden lockdown. The what now? Biden wasn't president at any point during the coronavirus. No. Uh, He also continued to say that uh, he will affect Biden if elected, will affect the Christmas season, saying that, uh, you know, Christmas will be totally locked down. You can't have your relatives over. He's going to ruin Christmas if he gets elected. Apparently not realizing that inauguration happens after Christmas. <laughs> Did he add in? He goes, and you, as we all know, this is the last Christmas ever in the entirety of the lifespan of this planet. There will never be another Christmas after this. Yeah. So if he ruins the last one, what are you going to do? <laughs> not one person yells out, Amazon, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos owned your ass. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a ploy to the evangelicals, clearly, because of the you know the quote war on Chris, on, war, war on Christmas. <laughs> I thought he defeated that war. Uh, you can say Merry Christmas now. Remember when you couldn't say it when you'd go to jail to say Merry Christmas? <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. No, no, nope. <laughs> uh, well, you know who always says who gives a fuck about that Christmas stuff? Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. That that little news nugget just flew under the radar. <laughs> Now, someone, someone, man, there are some little chunks, though, that come out, like, even for me, and, you know, like, all four of us are steeped in this, Laura, I'm like, damn, I forgot about that, you know, <laughs> like, there's always something, like, I just, like, just, I started watching this documentary on Hulu, 
uh, called Totally Under Control. I think it just came out today. It's about the, about COVID-19 and America's response. Mm. I didn't get all the way through it. I'm about 15 minutes. But they're talking a lot to – I don't know if you guys remember Rick Bright. He was the – Sounds familiar. He was the guy that wouldn't uh, push hydroxychloroquine, so they fired him. Mm. Oh, right. And he talks a lot about Alex Azar and who he was and the new guy, the head of the CCC and all that shit like that. And I'm watching this and I go, oh, yeah, that's right. Didn't Trump get caught on audio saying he knew all this already? And I completely forgot about the fucking Bob Woodward tapes. Yeah. Like, I was just like, man, how did that not bury him? (laughs) It's too much. There's just just way too much shit being flung at us constantly. Yeah. I think my all-time favorite thing that I saw this week, though was an article, and I believe it was Salon or The Atlantic, entitled, Hi, I'm Rudy Giuliani's daughter, and I'm voting for Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I actually, uh, I actually had that a little further down. Oh, um, you did? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see Gi- that. Giuliani comes out against Trump, and un- unfortunately, it's not Rudy Giuliani. It's Carolyn Rose Giuliani, his daughter, uh, endorsed Joe Biden. Um, the one th- I'm trying to see, the one thing that, uh, that she said... Uh, There was a quote here. Oh, here we go. The daughter of Rudy Rudy Giuliani said, if being the daughter of a polarizing mayor who became the president's personal bulldog has taught me anything, it's that corruption starts with yes men and women. Mm. The cronies who create an echo chamber of lies and subservience to maintain their proximity to power. We've seen this ad nauseum with Trump and his cadre of high-level sycophants. That's just... That's beautiful. <laughs> That's your daddy you're talking about. <laughs> Thanksgiving is going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> you hear what um, Giuliani's been up to recently, though? There's that New York Post article that came out. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to call that an article? Well, mind, sure. <laughs> All right. So Rudy Giuliano. Okay. So the whole story is supposedly Hunter Biden. The narrative is Hunter Biden, who lives in California, flew from California to Baltimore with three waterlogged laptops that he dropped off at a uh, at a drunk. He was drunk, drunk. Right, he was drunk at the time. He dropped them off at a repair store. The repair store doesn't have proof that they're um, Hunter Biden's, but there is a sticker on the one for Bo Biden's charity. So that's why they how they know they're his. They dug through them all and read all the email on them, and there's email in there that. When Hunter worked for Burisma, he introduced the president of, of Burisma to his father while he was still vice president. That's the story in a nutshell, and it's it's crazy. Now, now we have a computer repair shop guy on our show. We do. <laughs> Ian, can I ask you a question? <laughs> yes. When I bring my laptop in, I'm drunk. Yes. Right, I'm clearly drunk. Oh, classic. Yeah, right? you're, it's you're waterlogged. Always... I don't. I don't even right. live in their, your state, and I'm just like, hey, man. You fucking fix my computer and I walk out and I don't leave you my name and you're blind. Keep in mind you're blind. Oh yeah, you're blind. All right. <laughs> yeah. Computer repairman's blind. Is your first okay. thing to go, okay, well, first step in repairing your computer is for me to dig through all your emails. <laughs> well, here's the thing about emails. <laughs> your emails, to the best of my knowledge, I guess depending on what, what kind of service you use, they're not saved locally. Not so usually. even if I have your computer, if I don't have your username and password, I can't access your emails. If I take your hard drive out, plug it into another computer, and start rooting through the files on your computer, mm-hmm. your emails are not amongst those to the most of the not that I've ever encountered. Any most modern service, that is true. Yeah. Oh shit! Right. You could access all my emails quickly because I don't ever have to put my password in. 
Do you have a folder on your desktop called emails? No, but if you click my email icon, it has all my emails saved on there. And the idea that I'm so bored at work. <laughs> oh, I know. I read through <laughs> all of them. All your emails. Now, this is assuming that now I'm so bored that I've already snooped through all your photos, <laughs> checked out, found out that there was nothing juicy, <laughs> looked at 5,000 pictures of your kid. 3,000 pictures of your stupid dog and cat. No, 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 Ian. You found one picture of me sleeping with a crack pipe in my mouth. Supposedly it's me. It's a little blurry. Right. But... You fell asleep after smoking crack. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and I decided to save that photo. <laughs> Just in case. Right. Just in case that wasn't clear when, when Karen said it. Crack is a stimulant. <laughs> <laughs> kind of massive one. Yeah. <laughs> now. Not to suggest that we don't have anybody on this show that's never smoked crack, but I mean, I could see maybe smoking too much crack and passing out and then coming to, I don't know. I don't want to say that that doesn't happen, but to then take a, like a, a picture on a potato and then put it on your computer and claim. Now people put lots of stickers on lots of computers that they bring in for service. And never once have I concluded that based on the stickers on their laptop, that that's who they must be. Guys yeah. like Bon Jovi tour 1984. This must be John Bon Jovi's laptop. <laughs> I'm going to go through the emails. Not only because... that, you think about this. So this is, has to be when Joe Biden was vice president. So the guy had to dig through four to five years worth of emails. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way it happened. No. And finally, they finally discovered, because it just went to the FBI now. He didn't go to the FBI right away, right? Right. The, the it, co computer repairman went to Giuliani, because, of course, that's right, where right. you go. Know. Right, because <laughs> his story has changed well, multiple the, times. The yes, FBI but. doesn't pay, so. Yeah. Right. And, amazingly, this all comes out two weeks before an election. Weird. Yeah. Man, what, a, what are the odds of that timing? I, well. You know who turned down that story? Everybody Fox, else? Fox, <laughs> Fox News turned it down. Dude, I heard the bullshit. Post guy who wrote it didn't even want his fucking name on it. He didn't want, he, he did not write it, and he, they used his byline. Yeah. And what's amazing, though, is that I go on Facebook, and this is absolute 100% truth to some people. Yeah. And can you believe CNN hasn't picked up this fucking crazy story? <laughs> See, Meanwhile, I told you. Yeah. They have. They went, okay, somebody floated this to us. We went, um, there's no evidence that any of this is true. Mm. Now, what they did is they saw it and they went, ah, oh, fuck, we have to investigate this and verify that it's not true. <laughs> and it's complete bullshit. We have bullshit. to actually send somebody out into the field and see if it's right. true. Oh, okay. Mm. And they did. Yeah, I'm sure they did. It's decidedly not. Yeah. My my only worry is, is now that the FBI actually has the laptops, that they could, couldn't the FBI just be like, yeah, we did find an email in here. Where and the hell did these machines come from? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Joe Biden was just like, I didn't meet with anybody, so whatever. Right. They pulled up his calendar, and he's like, no, he wasn't, no, he was nowhere near any of this. So, dude, they, none they of this really happened. Gotta, they gotta get off the, they, dude, I see think people now posting, oh, it's the Biden crime family, just like they say the Clinton crime family. I mean, they're trying the same tricks right. on Joe Biden, it who took worked. the train every day to the Senate from Delaware. Well, it, it worked last time, so why do they think, why don't, why wouldn't they think that lying again wouldn't work again? It's a complete horrible lie. But it doesn't matter because 20% of the country believes it hook, line, and sinker. QAnon's all over it. That's true. Yeah. And now we are outraged. Mm. Outraged. How dare Jack Dorsey and that piece of shit Twitter. He is <laughs> obligated to let us propagate this sort of nonsense. Obligated. I want him brought to trial. 
I want him shut down. <laughs> How dare he block a completely false story? It's my First Amendment right to write shit on your private organization's website. <laughs> He has, he's been summoned before the, I don't know if it was the House or the Senate, I don't remember which. Yeah, 100%, yes. By, by Republicans saying that um, he is First Amendment rights or something, such nonsense, because he's not, mm -hmm. he's blocking people uh, writing about the story. Oh, that's horseshit. Man, <laughs> if I were Jack Dorsey, I'd get to be like, I can do whatever I want. I own the company. Bye. Yeah. First Amendment does not apply to me. It only applies to the government. Yeah. Why'd you bring Fox News on here? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Also, I have a friend who's getting banned from fucking Facebook every five days. <laughs> and then comes back and, fucking Facebook, banning me, you pieces <laughs> of shit. And he's got like a big picture of fucking uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg with like a Nazi symbol on his head. I'm like, you can get banned again. <laughs> so many new fake accounts do I get friend requests from him. And then that one gets banned for spreading fucking dumb shit. <laughs> Unbelievable. And yeah, you know, and then there's people who get like mad, like uh, about this. Like, I can't believe, like, like people who I consider progressives being like, I don't know, you know, you, you know, you got to give everybody a right. I'm like, fuck, give everybody a right. Mm. That's what got us in this fucking place, man. Like, ever up to me, Twitter be pff, gone, mm. Facebook gone. It's crazy. Leave Reddit though. <laughs> <laughs> it is convenient, but um. I mean, I feel like you know that I'm I'm with you and have always been with you. I, I think this, I think Twitter and not for the same reasons Trump wants them destroyed, but yeah, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, gone. All of it. Hate it all. I think Instagram's fine. It's the, like, it's the ones where you have to dig for shit. Oh, I hate Instagram because I don't understand it. It's just pictures. Oh. It's just Facebook with pictures just like Twitter is just Facebook just with words. Oh. But now you can do pictures, too. So I don't understand the fucking difference. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, with Facebook, if I'm friends with you and you start spreading QAnon shit and that might attract me or I'm like, well, he's my good friend. I'm not going to block him. Whatever. I get hooked. If I go on Reddit, I got to search that shit out. Mm. Yeah. You know, there's a slight difference. I mean, I'm wandering still... into slash conservative every once in a while and get angry and sad. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm still holding on to the fact that the Internet is destroying this country. <laughs> but... mm. Pretty clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but it's also a, giving me copious amounts of porn, so you know. <laughs> without and video games, yeah. Uh, well, without yeah, education, the without the education to it, it, it enable people to understand the difference between truth and lies, it is a dangerous place. Yeah, because we have we have failed um, the, the the children of the future and not given them coping skills for understanding that people lie and lie a lot. Yeah, but why don't we fall for that shit? I, I, I don't know. We have better coping skills. We've got better analytical what skills. Me, what makes yeah? What makes me different from my friend who keeps getting banned and is now talking about Hollywood is destroying and killing babies for their blood? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was gonna... It's not just rank <laughs> stupidity. <laughs> it just it can't be that. Like it's got to be something else. Well, critical well, thinking it could is be, it could it could be that fear thing. The amid how they have bigger amygdalas. Mm. I mean, it's, a lot of it's it's critical thinking skills. If these are the same people that if they get a flat tire, go, pff, I don't know what to do, and throw their hands up in the air. They have no basis for figuring yeah, out they, how to fix things. Like, this guy is what guy, he's like very like handy. You know, like he knows how to do shit like that. Get shit done. Hmm. You know what it was? I forgot. It was Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> you should never fuck with Dukes of Hazard, Nickelodeon. <laughs> Dukes of Hazard. Everybody over the edge. Hmm. Yeah, they took that goddamn show off and people lost their shit and then Trump became president. <laughs> Tell you. You follow that timeline. That's a long one. 
yeah, it started about 2014. I started knowing, like, boy, a lot of my friends are really amped up about this fucking rebel flag for some reason. Huh, that's odd. This can't be disastrous in the future for me somehow. <laughs> I imagine Trump could have ran on a pro Dukes of Hazard platform and still won. <laughs> Yeah. I will bring back the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, if he said that Shh, let's keep that to keep that to yourself. I don't we don't need that happening in the next two weeks. No no no, I'm just no no, I'm not saying that's gonna get him more. He's those people are already voting. I'm saying like he could have ran on that solely. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Solely saying I will get them to stop fucking with your Nick at night shows. I'll bring back the Cosby show. <laughs> so I find it amusing that the one thing that they were trying to do that uh, William Barr was trying to really get some dirt on mm. Obama and trying to blame Obama and Biden for spying on the Trump election or the Trump campaign in 2016. They actually fired, filed, uh, sorry, fired up a fired up a group of people, a federal prosecutor, to review whether or not people improperly got information. From the Trump campaign. And uh, this week, we know what happened to that. <laughs> they quietly shut that back down. Because they didn't find anything. So, they speci- I mean, this is so much like the Benghazi stuff, mm-hmm. her emails, how many Republican inquiries have been done. I mean, we know there were like 13 in Benghazi. Who the fuck knows how many about her emails? And they did this in order to get dirt on Biden but just before the election. And none of them, nobody was ever charged with any anything criminal. The thing I find curious about it is that they're not, they didn't just, I mean, why didn't Barr just make something up? Right. We know they cheat. Come on. Right. What is different about this that could they find i mean nothing that he could they could even twist into something bad see what i'm thinking now i i, I will say we did just watch the comey rule so this is <laughs> in my head but i think that when they started going back into the 2016 election and trying to figure out if the if uh, obama and biden did something wrong i think it would bring up too much dirt around trump oh sure yeah because if you watch that you're like boy how could they not investigate that right oh yeah it was blatant like, I mean, they they had the one list in the movie. They're like, boy, there's a lot of Trump people connected to Russia here. <laughs> yeah, that was a scene that was just astounding where they started to talk about, okay, well, we got Michael Flynn and here's what he did with Russia. And, and, and James Comey is like, okay, anything else? And they're like, all right, well, let's go on to Papadopoulos. And then yeah. let's go on to Carter Page. And uh, hey, then there's Paul Manafort. And by the end of the scene, Jeff Daniels is there just like wide-eyed, just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I did enjoy the part where they were like, "Well, does anybody in Ru- does that, does Russia have anybody on one person?" They're like Carter Page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's my theory: is that there was just too much stuff that would come up about uh, Trump at the same time. They couldn't possibly try and pin anything on Biden without dredging the rest of it up. Hmm. That's a reasonable hypothesis. Yeah. You know, to some people, Benghazi is still a thing that actually happened. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it is a thing that actually happened. But Well, I mean, in the sense that it was Hillary Clinton was behind it all. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, it was actually the Republicans who defunded uh, the State Department. So, yeah. you know, it's their fault. Like, that's not, not an acceptable answer. So, so still on uh, Trump's cronies, uh, there was an article by 538.com talking about Amy Coney Barrett. Oh, dear. Uh, they asked the question, how conservative is Judge Barrett? And the answer is... 
really damn conservative. If you look at a couple, a couple of the inf- the pieces of information that they have on this article, uh, it does rank her as being about the most conservative judge in the seventh U.S. Circuit of Appeals. She ranks in like the 90th percentile on how conservative she votes. Um, more conservative than the other conservatives who also are part of the uh, Federalist Project. No surprise. I guess not a big surprise, but just holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's it's alarming. Yeah. Truly is. I have been seeing some campaign ads in my area recently that are you know, focused around her hearing. It's a, it, it opens up with that she is a well-qualified, intelligent, fantastic Catholic woman, and the radical left is using anti-Catholic big, bigotry <laughs> to try to keep her from being on the Supreme Court, and Joe Biden is too weak to stop them. Vote Trump. <laughs> I would prefer her dogma not impact my personal life, because I'm not a Catholic, turns out. Not even a Christian. Yeah, well, that, and, uh, that's the thing they keep saying is they're like, why do you got to keep bringing up her religion? And we're like, look, I think the best using, thing I heard yet. You're using she's, your rules to, to, against me on my life. Right. That's pretty much what everyone's like. Look, we don't care what religion is. We're care that she's going to make us follow her religion. Yeah. You know, Ugh. but but they'll use what they don't care. You can't use logic like that on them. They just don't give a shit. They're, that's just the excuse they're giving to be pushing her. Mm. She's great. No, she's not. No, she's but, not. I, yeah. <laughs> I will give you, she's an, she's an intelligent woman. She's mistaken about lots of things, but she's an intelligent woman. Well, she's smart enough to sit there for 30 hours and not answer any questions. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, what is the point of that? That really... That's the theater. Did, didn't surprise me and shook me up. Like, how can you Marshawn Lynch your way through <laughs> this? Like, if you just go up there and go, I'm only here so I don't get fined to every question... Mm. Not only are you as awesome as Marshawn Lynch, but why are you? Why are we doing then this? It's not really a trial, is right. it? Why bother with the with the theater? Right, right. No comment. No comment. <laughs> no comment. I can't answer that. No comment. No comment. All right, I'm good. Right. <laughs> yep, you're in. That's just crazy. Yeah. And again, as always, Jeff pointed out, and he's correct. If she <laughs> if she were a well qualified Muslim woman, they'd go crazy. I mean, she wouldn't even been considered. But yeah. They would be like, she's not qualified. Why are you worried about her religion? We're not worried about her. Oh, God. <laughs> it's all awful. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it really, it really kind of like blows your, like, you just have this like vision in your head at some point in your life, probably when you're like five or six, you know, that like people are smart. <laughs> there's rules in place. You know, and then you're like, get a little bit older. And you're like, well, some of them are assholes, but you know, there's rules in place. And now I'm just like, there doesn't seem to be any rule or any conscience to anybody. Mm. Mm. Well, nope. Schoolhouse Rock lied to me about how the government works. Is the problem? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, at the time that that was made, I don't think it was a lie. It was just, it wasn't a law. It was just considered policy and common sense that people would not do things that. That we didn't have to have it written down in law that the president shouldn't steal from the taxpayers. Mm. I mean, who would vote for some that an asshole that would do that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, I found a website that actually tracks where um, Trump is because I, I started looking at it when um, he was in the um, convalescing from COVID. He, he's doing um, three shows a day now. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, he's back out on the road. Everywhere he goes, if there's a Trump property, he stays there. And everybody in his entourage also stays there. He went to Las Vegas. Yeah. He went to Las Vegas, um, stayed in his hotel in Las Vegas, took a day trip down to Santa Monica or someplace in California um, for a big private fundraiser, flew back to Reno, did a show, then came back to Vegas, stayed in his hotel, and then went back to uh, Washington, D.C. the next morning. He goes out of his way. There was no reason for him to go back to Las Vegas the other time. He could have just gone straight back to Washington, but nope, got to go stay in the hotel. Got to put yeah, the money the in the pocket. He, he, he went back to an ev- uh, evangelical church in oh, Nevada. Right, right. In Sunday morning, he went to some evangelical church in, in Las Vegas. You're right. Is that the one where he uh, pulled out his 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 money clip and, and kind of made it rain into the plate so you could see yes. every bill that he put in there? Yes. Wow, I missed Holy that. Smoke. Well, he's just an absolute charlatan. Yep, the plate came around. He pulled out his money clip, peeled off each individual twenty, so you could see how much it was and how much he was putting in the plate. <laughs> and then he wow. goes, "It's yours anyway. I'm paying you with your money." <laughs> <laughs> From last time, I stick it in you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's a fucking joke. <laughs> I pay you with your money. (laughs) (laughs) And again, just just so we're clear, why is he staying at his own property? Why is that a problem? Because he charges the Secret Service for Mm -hmm. every single one of them, every single room that they need. He charges the United States taxpayers for. And And his whole entourage. at, At increased rates. Yeah. Somehow that fact is just not sink through the voters' heads. Mm. They they must think like he goes there alone. What's the big deal? He owns the place. Yeah, and you're like, what about the hundred people? Pe- yeah, the hundred people that go in. <laughs> Who and they all pay top dollar because he insists on them paying top dollar because it puts more maybe money. Maybe in they his think pocket. they maybe he thinks they all go in for free too. <laughs> they don't. Well, well, yeah, we know that. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I heard the other day somebody was. Uh, on one of the Facebook pages was like, uh, I can't even believe the amount of money that this motherfucker's going to owe next year. Oh, yeah. In, it's like a half a billion loans. dollars. Yeah, well, she, they even had it higher. They had it at like 900 or something mm-hmm. like that. And then one of the response was, every corporation owes money. What's the big fucking deal? Not that much. <laughs> Jesus. And it's, yeah, not well, a, it's, like, it's not his corporation. It's him personally. Regardless, he could be compromised. I mean, like, I just... Uh, the, there's nothing that you can get through to their fucking head. Not a goddamn thing. Yeah, could be compromised. He clearly is compromised. He hasn't done shit against the Russians except praise Putin for being mm. such a strong leader. Yeah. Well, there was news this morning that they are coming up with a new arms treaty, nuclear arms treaty, in the you know in the next two weeks. <laughs> well, we get rid of all of our nukes, but you get to keep yours. Yeah. <laughs> don't give him ideas. I don't think I have to. I mean, he's. <laughs> Clearly being controlled. Mm. So we were talking about, it started on Judge Barrett, and mm. uh, I was going to go for a transition of speaking of horrible women. <laughs> Sarah Perry, she mm. is a Department of Education co-chair. I think she was appointed by DeVos. I'm not really sure, but uh, she's she's a senior counsel at the Trump-Pence Department of Education's Office for Civil Rights. Uh-oh. Yeah. She used to work for the Family Research Council. Which is entirely anti-extreme, anti-LGBTQ group. She's, yeah, she's in charge of the Office for Civil Rights. For people that she hates. In the Department of Education. Mm. Nice. 
So, just when you thought it couldn't get worse. Well, but she's the perfect person. I mean, it, it's the continuation of doing the, you know, what he, he did everywhere else, which is put the person that's least helpful. Yeah, that's least qualified and most likely to destroy it in charge. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's his, he loves that. Yeah. <laughs> I, either he loves it or, like, maybe he's really, like, when he does that, is he just, I assume, yes, he's just trying to burn it all down. Mm. But is there any chance that in his confused mind, he's he's living up to his drain the swamp promise? No. Like, he's like, this person is the complete opposite of this institution. I'm going to fix it by inserting that person and have them tear it down. Maybe. I mean, it's it's a perverted way of thinking because, I mean, especially in this case, I mean, it's... I, well, again, how does this woman... Yeah, I was going to say, is there a way for this woman to make money off her new position? Ooh, that's a really good question. I don't know. I don't think so because I remember way back in the day when he hired Steve Mnuchin and everyone was like, well, you said you were going to drain the swamp, though, and... He's the swampiest hired, of the swamps. <laughs> you hired Steve Mnuchin and there was a bunch of other... Uh, what is the word I'm looking for when you when you run around Washington pushing your Lobbyist. agenda? Lobbyists. Lobbyist. He hired a couple of lobbyists. You said you'd get rid of that. And he goes, well, I am, but I need them right now to get to that point. So he gave that excuse. So he knew what he was doing. Hmm. Oh, okay. In that sense. So I think, you know, I mean, he'll probably spin it a certain way, but I think he knows, like, I just don't fucking care. And I'm just going to make things horrible for all of you. And uh, you'll be more dependent on me later on. <laughs> Well, this could be just straight up pandering to the evangelicals again. They don't like that's true. You know, the non non yeah. cis, non cisgendered. So they're putting somebody in there who also does not like the non cisgendered. So it's <laughs> mm. <laughs> never not funny. <laughs> I'd even felt intentional. <laughs> Might have been a little bit. <laughs> All right, so we're running a little far farther behind than I had thought. Uh, so on to some coronavirus stuff, but still on mm. Trump, uh, Pfizer has completely dashed the president's hopes and, and promises for uh, having a vaccine before the election day. Uh, Pfizer came out and said, yeah, that's not, that's not going to happen. Not a chance. Mm. Even after he gave them a pass on being responsible and you know, liable for any damages that are done. Yeah, you can't sue. The, if you take it and get sick, you can't, be, you can't sue the company. They, they got a ton of money. Like it... It's a no-win situation. Path. Yeah, it's a no-win situation for them, but they're still not sure enough about this vaccine to push it forward. And I can't right. blame them. No. It, it's too quick. It's way too quick. So, yeah, Pfizer can't blame them, but, uh, yeah, it just given every possible chance, strangely, what the scientists said, mm. that it couldn't happen, didn't happen. Meanwhile, Scott Atlas, as we've talked about, top COVID advisor, which, uh, why is he? But okay. Mm. Put out a tweet saying that masks do not help with the co coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. I, like that, that was so hard for you to say. <laughs> masks don't help with ah, <laughs> coronavirus. <sighs> I, uh, so, yeah, Twitter <laughs> flagged it as being false. Mm. Right. But, yeah. It's just amazing. Meanwhile, at the same time, we have Michael Osterholm, who, man, I have to say, I don't like this guy. Like, he just, his personality rubs me the wrong way. I mean, I know he's he's pretty much like one of the guys in charge, and he knows his, his shit really, really well. But when he gets on CNN and he steeples his hands together, like, I know more than you do. I just, <laughs> really rubs me the wrong way. 
but that doesn't mean he doesn't know what he's what he's talking about. I think I think he, he does, and he has said that the darkest times of the entire pandemic have yet to come. He, he says that the next six to twelve weeks are likely to blow uh, the numbers we've seen so far right out of the water. Well, especially since people are getting tired of of um, wearing their masks and well, yeah, and it's getting and cooler outside. People are staying inside, spending more time with each other. Yep. And if you look at the numbers in Europe, you know, even Trump is saying Europe—they're ruining it. They don't know what they're doing. Well, <laughs> as it turns out, Europe is about two weeks ahead of us in the spread of the pandemic. Mm. So, in about two weeks, we're going to start seeing the same kind of rise. Right. And the holidays are only going to make it worse because how many people are going to go see family over the holidays, which means they're going to be traveling and stopping in the local sheets or the Wawa or whatever. It's going to be bad. I never realized how much I was already living in quarantine Mm. my entire life (laughs) because none of these things are ever an issue for me. Now you just have to wear a a mask when you go to to the Walmart. That's basically it. Nothing else has really changed. (laughs) Family? What are you talking about? I'm not doing anything in those days. Oh, I would go to the casino, and now I can't. So maybe that will hit me. Yeah, that's right. a bummer. I do like playing poker in person better. But yeah, I've been getting the itch, too. Well, you can play online in Pennsylvania. I've been playing online. It's just not the same. It's not. Especially when you have five people looking over your shoulder. Because mm. <laughs> my friends want me to stream it. <laughs> Why did you do that? Why did you do- Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> right. So on to some state news. Um... <laughs> What the hell is going on in Michigan? Ugh. Oh, we should have talked about this last week, and I, I, I don't know. I didn't put it in for some reason. But, uh, yeah, there was a plot to kidnap the governor of Michigan and uh, try her for her crimes against, I don't know, people trying to <laughs> stay. Michigan yeah. against mask against wearing masks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, you've got Trump encouraging them, saying, you know, liberate Michigan. Um after they did it, after they were caught, he still is not condemning them. Well, sure. No. He, he will never do that. No, they're yelling, lock her up at his rally, replying to her. Yeah. For for doing, I don't understand what she did any worse than anybody else. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. If, nothing. If Alpha were on here, I would ask him because he lives he lives up there. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know either. I, of course, I'm sure that there are people who have thought about doing this sort of thing with uh, our Governor Wool. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, sure. I mean, some of the people that I see on my Facebook feed, they hate Wolf. They mm-hmm. hate him. Yeah. But he was he w- drove down the middle of the road pretty much. He's like, you know, there was nothing out, you know, outrageous and and special about what he did. He was pretty moderate, which is really what I, I expected I from him. That and I feel like our numbers are decent here in Pennsylvania. We had a rough start with and down in the Philadelphia area when New York well, was sure. overflowing, but yeah. There's lots of bad things happening in Philly, mm. duh. <laughs> Trump could have told you that. Yeah. yeah, but no, Wolf did a good job. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, considering also our proximity to New York, which was rampant. Mm. Right. Yeah. But I yeah, you're right. I mean, people do hate him. Right. But, you know, just as much as I hate, you know, Ron DeSantis, uh, you know, who's just like, <laughs> we open right. for business, son. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Florida. <laughs> yeah. Not as you know, much as thank Jeff you. hates Ron DeSantis. Thank you, Ron DeSantis, for one, putting our good friend Jeff out of work, and for two, making me have to deal with my mother this winter. All right? Because now I can't send her to Florida like we usually do. <laughs> dick? Yeah. And maybe all those people who are dying. But, you know, whatever. Right. You're a dick. 
Uh, another blood. state news in Tennessee, a federal judge has knocked down the state's mandated 48 hour waiting period for an abortion, um, calling it gratuitously demeaning. So it'll go to the next court up. Probably. Yeah. So yay for now. <laughs> oh, it'll go up. And then it'll get to the. I don't know if they'll pick this case as the one that they send to the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade, but one of these will get. We'll make it there. They might just have to wait a little bit till Coney Barrett gets in there, though. Which will be what two weeks? About that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeesh. Not going to be long. I was trying to find. It's a fairly long statement, but apparently the defendants, which in this case are the people who do put the law in place. They suggested that women are overly emotional and must be required to have a cool off or calm down period before having a medical procedure that they have decided they yes. want and may want to have and that they are constitutionally entitled to have a highly in insulting and paternalistic uh, decision made for them. But uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty mm -hmm. accurate. Yep. It sounds like a female judge. I just... Yeah, you know, thinking, but but apparently that was the argument. Was you know, women are emotional. We need to give them a two day cool off period before they can have the abortion. You know, because periods and stuff. <laughs> yeah, don't women get hysterical? <laughs> oh my god! I love that. That's still a thing. That makes me happy. <laughs> can we also get cocaine for our medical problems now? <laughs> so. That's what I was going to say. Are they going to show us reefer madness right after that and warn us about the dangers of marijuana? Well, yes, absolutely. It's all That's coming next. Except that there's a lot of money in pot, so maybe not. There's no money in abortion, so. My friend, you have bonitis. Here's some cocaine. <laughs> Wisconsin update. A mayor... Deborah, uh, Deborah Lewis of Ashland, Wisconsin, said the Pledge of Allegiance and um, omitted the words under God at a city council council meeting that she was at, and apparently the world ended. <laughs> there were some letters, one in particular, uh, said when a public figure like the mayor portrays the recital of the pledge, which has been recited before a council meeting since the beginning of time... Beginning of time. To be the actual Ooh. pledge as written and then eliminates words because of her own personal beliefs, then we have a major problem, and that problem is her. Okay. Beginning of time? Seriously? Mm. Uh, mm. Then, talking about the actual pl pledge as it was written? Since the 1950s? Did mm. not contain under God. That mm. was added in the 1950s. 54, to be exact. Mm. Uh, wow. Again, we have, we've been over this before. I remember in high school, at the beginning of the day, every day, we used to have to say the Pledge of Allegiance. And I would always stand up, and I'd stand up, put my hand over my heart, and just skip that bit. Nobody cared. <laughs> I would just mumble, because I was just... It wasn't even, I wasn't even taking a stance. I was just like, oh, this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just be like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing when people sing Happy Birthday to other people. I usually just stand there. Yeah, I said it. But then again, I was Christian at the time. So, you know, what do you mm -hmm. want? Oh, I'm sure, like, in the, but as, by the time I got to be about 12, I was like, nobody knows what I'm saying. I, and I'm also sure that I said it, but it meant nothing. Mm, yeah. I was doing what I was told because I was a little kid in school. I wasn't analyzing the words as I said them. <laughs> right. Even the title. Yeah. I didn't realize I was pledging allegiance. Yeah. <laughs> it just kind of rolled off the tongue. I was like, whatever. Right. Yeah, it's, I don't know, something we do. Well, I remember not mm -hmm. saying the under God part in high school. Middle, I don't know when I stopped because I'm sure at the beginning I was just an obedient little kid because that's what I did. That's what I was. But 
At some point, I stopped. You know, I'm pretty sure when I got to high school, they didn't make us do it anymore. Oh, they did us. No, we certainly I mean, they, they could have, but I do not recall having to stand up every day and do it. Hmm. But high school was kind of a blur, too, so. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, I'm going to move on to some world news. Mauritania. Uh, Mauritania has Mauritania? arrested five people f- on charges of blasphemy and insulting Islam. Uh, so, there's another place we uh, we do not want to uh, visit. I must um, say, I was I... never tempted to go to Mauritania. And where is it? It is in Western Africa. Okay. Uh, it's wedger, wedged in between the uh, Western Sahara and uh, Mali. Mali and Algeria. Mm-hmm. Mali, I think is pronounced. Uh, Just and... north of Wakanda. Huh, okay, got it. Thank you. Wakanda's in there somewhere. Uh... Um, the five people uh, arrested, the five defendants, are Ahmed Mohammed Mokhtar, Othman Mohammed Labib, Mohammed Abdilaram, Mohammed, he's got two of Mohammeds, uh, Mohammed oh. Auld Hida and Mohammed Fal Ishak. Uh, they were arrested because they were promoting Christianity. How, how, it must get very confusing when everybody's named Muhammad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when your first and last name is Muhammad. Yeah. My name is Muhammad Muhammad. This is Muhammad and Muhammad and Muhammad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I worked at, uh, when I was managing that restaurant, our whole cooking crew was all from Bangladesh mm. and all Muslim. And everybody had different names. There was Shaheen. There was Yanni. There was all these guys. And then as I got to know them, I found out all of them were fucking Muhammad. Hmm. And they just did, they're like, just to avoid confusion, I use this name. I'm like, I'm like, wait, so what is Shaheen your middle name? He's like, no, it's nothing. I'm like, you just made it up whole cloth? Your real name's Muhammad? He's like, yeah. I'm like, fuck, dude. <laughs> As it turns out, a lot of people do that when they come to this country. They just take yeah. on other names because it's just, it's just easier. Mm. Yeah. But then again, I don't understand how you can, I mean, all five of these guys, their names are Muhammad. Like, how do you, how do you distinguish? That, I, and- so I'm hearing what you're saying, Ray, and that brings up a question that I've always had. It's not really relevant, and I don't want to drag things out, but I've always wanted to know. So, because people often do that, or people immigrate to this country, and you know, they will their children will have a, a name that is not traditional, and and they'll they'll pick something a little more typical to help them integrate better. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine an American family mm-hmm. doing that, and I don't know why I can't do that. Like, let's say a couple gets married, you know, John and Sally, and they are going to teach over in Korea, and uh, they have a kid. What are the chances that they are going to name that first-generation immigrant from America that has moved to Korea, like... Kim. <laughs> yeah, Kim Yo-sung. Like, that's just not going to happen. Right. I don't... Why Why is that? Why would they... Am I wrong? First well, of all, because, because, the, because I mean, we're less tolerant. <laughs> the the American equivalent to this is having like I looking back in my family history, there are so many Johns and Georges that it's really hard to know like what level of ancestry you're on because they're all named John, son of George, son of John, son of George. Like it's it's insane. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that is. It 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 just wouldn't happen. No, it's American right. exceptionalism, or you know. I'd like to think we're not all pieces of shit, but we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you never know. There might be a couple who does it, but I would say it's very rare. Yeah, you know, I remember when I worked at uh, Uncle Chen's in State College. If you lived in State College, mm-hmm. you all know Uncle Chen's, mm-hmm. and the owner of that place's name was Joe. 
And that motherfucker <laughs> was off the boat from China. Clearly not Joe. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, Joe, you picked the American, the most American sounding name, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's a number of people that I've worked with in the past that are Chinese that it took American names. I mean, the one guy's name was Yanking Wang, so I don't really blame him. But, <laughs> <laughs> but still. Right, I agree. I just... I, I, I never I have never heard of a scenario where that happens in reverse, and I was always curious why it doesn't. Mm. Like, why wouldn't you want to integrate to wherever it is you're because you're relocating? Because to. our goal is to make them more American. It's never to assimilate into their culture. But yeah. also from a business standpoint, they probably look at it like whatever. Plus, you get you get way more names from other cultures. You know, like mm. ours is right. like we just get the middle name, which is rarely used, and that's it. Right, and I, I realize this now. I'm saying it more aloud. Even with just you guys listening, I'm like, oh, that's right, because they're not going to assimilate into that other right. culture. Right. They're going to move wherever it is they're going to move. They're going to find the other American expats that are stuck there yeah. and isolate in that group. Yeah. No. They'll know just enough to get by by shouting at the locals. <laughs> now, there Although. is there, – there is, I mean, America is kind of different in that way that, that we are – you know, it, it's called the melting pot for a reason. People come here – to escape whatever bad they have in the place that they come from, and they come here to assimilate. That's part of the purpose of this country, is that not that many people lived here to begin with, and we're filling it up with people from the outside, but then you have to become an American to do it. It's kind of in the culture of the country, if you know what I mean. And it's not always the case. There's probably like 50%, if not less. I mean, it depends on how understandable the name is to other people, I think, is a large part of it. Right. All right. Yeah, you can still be a Jose. You know, yeah. I want to move to Germany and name my kid Gunther. <laughs> <laughs> or Otto. <laughs> yeah, that would be, I would I would support you. <laughs> so the next thing I have is from India. There is a uh, complete insanity. A India had to pull a TV ad because it actually featured an interfaith couple, a Hindu and a Muslim were married in the ad, and apparently this caused people to become insane with the. I mean, okay, I'm just. I think my whole point to this is that Hindu is becoming the new Islam. Mm. I've seen several things posted on the uh, Atheist Alliance International. That the Hindus have become very violent toward any Muslim. Well, I, the part of that is from their president. Their uh, Modi yes. is very anti-Muslim. Yeah, very true. He loves that. Yeah. I mean, it's not just him. No, I mean they're they they've always been a step down, but it's a small step down. I mean, and like and like, I don't get. Yeah, no, they've always Hindus have always hated other religions. Mm. I don't I don't think this is that new. It's amped up because Modi Modi is right. a crazy crazy right. person. I learned a new term: love jihad. So it's uh, an accusation of having a Muslim, an Indian Muslim, persuading a woman of Hindu faith into marriage and converting them into Islam. Hmm. So they're they're considering it an attack by the Muslim community. It's a love jihad. They fall in love with the uh, Hindu women and and subvert them. Hmm. Okay. So that's a new thing. Classic. Yeah. Religion ruins everything. We know this. <laughs> That's the one staple we can all be happy. We'll never change. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and this one's got, this was a little weird. A Russian, the uh, spaghetti monster, the flying spaghetti monster church, the head of the flying spaghetti monster church in Russia, Mikhail, oh God, Osilovich, um, has been arrested 
his phone computer passport has been seized it's because uh he's promoting well they accused him of promoting open russia which is a democratic opposition group which oh. is against uh putin's government it was outlawed yeah. by putin's government actually that's not safe <laughs> yeah church of the flying spaghetti monster they are out to get you putin yeah or they're not well they're, they're, really they're not. a voice of dissent so yeah gotta go also in world news, there was a confirmed case of COVID-19 in the Vatican, um, in the Pope's residence, actually. Oh, so that's interesting. 70 to 90 year old white people there. Yeah. It's like an old folks home. <laughs> it is. Seems kind of dangerous. And my final thing that I've got, uh, and I love this, New <laughs> Zealand, the Deputy Prime Minister, Winston Peters, uh, had a question thrown at him about um, wearing a mask. Um, and he was asked, apparently he was asked by a member of the crowd at an election event to prove that COVID-19 existed. What? Apparently there is a COVID denier in New Zealand who questioned the deputy prime minister about it. Hmm. And uh, the prime minister responded by saying, well, we've got someone who obviously got an education in America. No. Oh. <laughs> and here's someone who gets up and says the earth is flat sorry sunshine you're in the wrong place <laughs> that was amazing <laughs> when i watched it <laughs> nice yacinda arden just got uh reelected by a landslide too yeah yeah well <laughs> they eliminated covid19 in new yep. zealand like they well have done. a population of about five million people and they had 25 deaths during the wow. whole pandemic. Now, they are, you know, an island out in the middle of the ocean, which helps. But Right. You could easily seclude a little bit a little bit yeah. easier. Definitely. But well done, though. I mean, every once in a while, a case will come in on, you know, in the in the ports or something, and they lock that down. Well done. <laughs> so. Now we're a laughing stock. Damn it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. More so. I mean, we've always been. I loved when... That, when the entirety of the UN laughed at yeah. Trump, that was one of the happiest days that's of my true. life. That's <laughs> true. All the translators had to be like, and everybody, oh, wait, he's serious? So we talked a little bit before we started the show about um, the Comey rule. We watched that. It was on Showtime. Worth watching. And it gives, in the same vein of the, the, the UN speech, it gives me hope that the future depictions of Trump are going to make him absolutely crazy. And they are as they are going to be as bad as you think they are going to be. Just as for one first example, set the tone for the the movies and the TV shows that are going to come out in the future about this about this administration and how horrid it really is. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, make make him seem crazy. No, a little bit closer to reality, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look back in time, and we've we've talked about this. It's the blizzard of of. Of nonsense and the stories like the first lady being said saying fuck christmas how did that get lost in the news holy crap because it, it was the same time thinks she's some sort of goddamn victim mm. but it also happened the same time that something else unholy unbelievable was going on right it just got buried <laughs> by and I, and I cannot remember what that thing was i think it might have actually been COVID in the white house it came out about the same time it was either that or right. the debate one or the other maybe yeah when he, would, when he wouldn't disavow uh, white supremacists. Right. Yeah. And everyone's like, well, she said that about Christmas, but look what he said. Yeah. She actually said that about their favorite holiday. Fuck Christmas. <laughs> hey, who knows if in Slovenia if Christmas is a big deal? Eh, probably. I think they're pretty Christian over there. 
All right, that's all I've got for this week. Anybody got anything else? I would hate to end on a non-down <laughs> note, and I don't have much information because it's already been, like, five whole days <laughs> since the last show, but it's definitely show-appropriate. How about the French teacher that got his head chopped off for showing... Cartoons. Cartoons of yeah. Muhammad. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. I feel like Ian's trying to rub something in our face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, no, uh, there was that. No, not initially. It was really terrible. I don't remember. Wait, why do I want to rub something in your face? <laughs> oh, you don't. Okay, forget it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so you remember a couple weeks ago we had the argument about Charlie Hepto going to on the anniversary. Oh, rerun those cartoons? Yeah, and you dummies were like, hey, that's a great idea. Oh, they're not going to take away our freedom of speech. Fuck them. They're not going to chop off any more heads. Oh, wait. Uh, we didn't say, you're no, right. no I will. we did not say that part. <laughs> we just said, good to them, don't count out to them, and you're like, well, they're going to die, and we're like, well, we're not denying that. <laughs> they might. <laughs> Example one. So, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that's not a time I want to be right, dude. <laughs> I would love to be wronger about that. Well, that actually wasn't the first piece of violence since they reposted it. Uh, two people, complete innocent bystanders, were also attacked with a, by a guy with a cleaver um, outside of the uh, the news organization, Charlie Hebdo. They were they just happened to be there, and this guy like came at the the, the Charlie Hebdo and was like yelling about uh, Prophet Muhammad and and attacked two completely innocent bystanders. So yeah, religion ruins everything. You're you're right. It definitely shows that uh, you know that Islam is a religion of peace, and we should just leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I, I think Jeff maybe gave us our last story about Rush Limbaugh. Sure. Oh, am I allowed to be pumped about that? I think so. Sure. Yeah. I because I am. <laughs> If you haven't heard yet, Rush Limbaugh has stage four lung cancer, and it is now um, he, he he has a, a countdown timer on him now. Yeah, it's too yeah. bad, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen a whole bunch of things. You know, people saying on Facebook, "Well, I wouldn't wish that on anyone." Well, I didn't wish him on him. I didn't wish cancer no. on him, no. let alone lung cancer. No. But now that now that it's there, I'm I will never feel sorry for the guy. No. I'm just just not <laughs> in me. He has said so many evil, hurtful things. I, yeah, yeah, the world whatever. will be a better place when he's not in it anymore. Remember when he made fun of that rape victim and called her a slut? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. remember that one thing and go, eh, whatever, dude. You yeah. lived a privileged <laughs> life. also remember that there were hundreds of other mm. things. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's so just one I right. just picked out of a million. Right. <laughs> that was one gem <laughs> over, what, 25 years? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hope yeah, they bury not- in a gold coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there was one final mm. thing. Oh, I, Pat Robertson. I have one thing too before, you, before okay. we go. Oh, okay. Well, Pat Robertson mm. uh, apparently has seen the future. He was praying, and God told him what the future is going to be. First off, Trump is going to win the election. That is one hundred percent. There will be mass riots and and civil unrest, and there will be two assassination attempts against Ooh. Trump. He saw this. God told him so. Two assassination attempts. Sometime after that, the uh, Islamic states around Israel will rise up against Israel and Israel will defeat them, which will then usher forward a time of peace in the Middle East, which will then, that is the beginning of the end times from the book of Revelation. So he's saying... So there you go, straight straight from the donkey's <laughs> mouth, the idiot's mouth. So does that make Trump the, 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 uh, the Antichrist? I, I don't... In, well, yeah, apparently not. Okay. 
Just one of those cracks in those things, and the whole prediction's off, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just making sure. Crazy. Uh, anyway. What's your you? story, Jared? Oh, mine's real quick. It's just uh, while we were talking, Trump was doing a 60 Minutes interview with mm. Leslie Stahl, and suddenly just packed up and walked out and said, you have enough, oh, yeah. and I'm done. And then, because he was supposed to do a joint interview with Pence, wasn't he? I don't know what the reasoning is because nobody knows yet. But then he accused Leslie Stahl of running around with no mask on, and then they found photos of her with her mask on. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm curious: is he just doing this to pump up the ratings for the show on Sunday, get the buzz going? I mean, does he really need to? Well, he needs to outdo Fauci, right? Because Fauci just had a mm, sixty-minute right. show. Or was he just mad because she was asking him some hard-hitting questions and? I find that likely. Bitch crumbled. It's <laughs> <laughs> so Leslie Stahl. Leslie she Stahl can is be. Not, is not one to really pull her punches. So. No. That was it. No story. Just a, a headline. Okay. Mm. All right. Then I think that's all we got for this week. Uh, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast and for those of you who could join us tonight. If you en- enjoy the podcast, uh, you could join our Patreon page as well and uh, listen to us live and comment and fact check us. Uh, if you can't do that, you can still share the podcast on social media or leave a review where you listen to the podcast. If you'd like to contact us in another way, you can go to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Uh, also, I would like you to, uh, if you could, check out the soon-to-be-named network. It's a podcasting network of which we are a member. Uh, podcasts of all sorts of different different things. I, there's too many to list. I actually don't know what's on there. You'd have to go to soon to be named network to find out. Uh, I want to thank you for listening. And until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.